Good evening. Good rainy evening. Welcome back to Because Therapy's Expensive. On this episode, we are starting out with alcohol. Alcoholism, <laughs> not drinking. <laughs> we're, we're not drinking. I'm not a drinker, so I'm going to pass this one over to Julie. I am a drinker <laughs> in my past life. Um, no, I thought we could talk about uh, alcoholism as someone from high school that I went to high school with uh, recently passed away. He lost his battle with alcoholism. And I thought, well, you know, let's let's go ahead and dive into that one. Because, sure yeah, everybody, everybody knows somebody somewhere along the line that's maybe drank a little too much or <laughs> still drinks. But I was reading some of the posts that people wrote. And I... It kind of made me laugh in a sense because so many people were saying, oh, we were such good friends and, you know, we're, he was a great guy. And I just think, well, where were you? If he had all these alcohol problems, were you posting like, yeah, I knew him in high school. I don't claim to have been his friend in the last 20 years. I'm sorry he passed away. I'm sorry that that was what took him out. But I'm not going to claim like, oh, my God, we were best friends. And, oh, my God, he was a great guy. He had problems, obviously. So where were all you people <laughs> to help him along? Like, <laughs> that's my question. Don't act like you were some best friend if you weren't there. Maybe it just annoyed me because I, I am the person on the other side of the alcoholism where I've been with the alcoholic and I know how frustrating it is and how much you want to kill that person because they're killing themselves. And sadly that, you know, you can place it in the suicide range if you ask me, because you know, eventually if you don't get help, it's going to kill you. So if you see somebody drinking or try to step in you can't save them they have to save themselves there's no you know magic pill or button or magical words that you can say to anybody who's down so low with alcohol i've tried we all have tried <laughs> um there are you cannot help somebody that does not want help so that's a tough one because you do want to intervene when you're in that type of situation. You do want to help them, and you sometimes get frustrated because you don't know why they're not listening to you <laughs> because in a lot of situations when people get low like that, they they can't get out of it, and sometimes you, you just can't help them because they don't want to accept your help, and sometimes it's too late. Yeah, it's frustrating. And because you can't, you can't help them. There's no help. All you can do is you have to keep going. I can't talk on behalf of an alcoholic because I've never been an alcoholic. You know, I've been very frustrated with the one I have <laughs> as he has had alcohol problems. 
Uh, he's been clean since New Year's Day. But he had to get to his own point of, I mean, he thought he was having a heart attack. And I had to take him in on New Year's Eve to the ER. And the doctor straight out told him, you're an alcoholic. You either stop or you die. It's that simple. She didn't sugarcoat it. And I sat there clapping my hands in my head saying, thank God somebody finally has stepped in and just straight out told your dumbass, you either stop or you die because nothing I say is going to stop it. Yeah. I feel the same way knowing, you know, cause I've watched somebody suffer with alcohol before and you can talk to them and talk to them until you're blue in the face and they'll not agree with you. Mm-hmm. But it until they get to that point for themselves, there's nothing you can do. Even when you 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 want to do stuff, you try it and it it's okay to try to help people. Um but whatever put them in that place, they've got to figure it out they've got to get to the their bottom basically they have to hit the bottom and able to start to get themselves up and unfortunately some people never get that second chance um so yeah it's it's very sad to watch basically someone kill themselves because you feel like what is wrong with you why why don't you see what we see but sometimes they don't want to see it they just want to numb themselves to whatever it is they're going through and sometimes they don't want help because really there's people say oh i I drink because i you know i like the taste of alcohol okay and that's true for some people you're able to have a drink and stop i think for a, um, a vast majority of alcoholics you have past issues and you have now found a way to like lisa said numb it out so you continue to drink because you don't want to face your reality or deal with your past or something that happened, a trauma, and so you found you found your way out. And because a lot of people don't don't want to face that, they don't want to open up their eyes to their own truth. But it is sad because it's very frustrating. As somebody, sta- yes, as the bystander and the one trying to help and you're the one getting blamed and you're the one getting yelled at and being called names and everybody blames you around because, well, he's, they're drinking. Well, I didn't put the alcohol in their hand. Like, well, why did he get the money? Well, his name's on the bank account. It's not my money. You know, I can't stop him. Oh, yeah, I took the ATM card. Guess what? Wells Fargo does. ATM lifts cash. You don't even have to have the card as long as you have the account. You can't stop somebody. You can't help them. And it's very frustrating to be the the person watching it. it it's very sad. And you want to scream and you want to shout and you want to punch them. And nothing happens. And then you see... I do want to punch a lot of people. Uh, but then you see somebody that's the same age as you that you went to high school with and they died. And it's like, is that a wake up call for any of you? Like, 
and it's not and that's what's sad is because they don't see it they don't think that that can happen to them terry and i had a friend whose brother passed away years ago not somebody i ever thought you know would have had the problems of drinking and the drugs and it got to him and he was very young and i didn't i didn't see that one coming i really didn't on on that part and i felt really bad because he was a good person and you always think oh they're they're a good person and they have all these demons that they have to fight and it is sad but i wonder who who was there helping them fight their battle did it, or did everybody walk away because i've seen so many people walk away or they don't want to deal with it they don't want to be part of it that's their problem or that's your problem you go deal with it yeah i was gonna say sometimes these people have nobody to turn to or to reach out to and as somebody looking in it's easy for you to judge and it's easy for people to say oh my god why can't they stop what is their problem they're so stupid but you don't know what they're going through you don't know what's inside of them you don't know what they've been dealing with um to me it's like even if you can't help them just to try um because you might be that one person that might be able to turn them around um, but sometimes um, knowing not you know I've never been an addict so I can't also say what it feels like but I've watched someone very close to me go through addiction issues I've watched them go from what people think oh such a happy person I never would have thought that um, and many people walked away and said, we don't want to deal with that. That's not our problem. And sometimes that can make it worse. Because most people think you've done it more than once. This has happened. They don't, and I get, you know, people compare it. Oh, it's, it's a disease. Okay. It's a disease. And a lot of people think, well, you've already done this once. We can't be there anymore. It's too much work on their heart on their part of being around so they just walk away to me you can't i mean it's hard standing by yeah i was gonna say there's it's times hard. where you you do get to that point where you're like you know what whatever it's your life you want to do this then there's nothing else i can do for you and sometimes there isn't no. it, sometimes there is nothing else you can do and you have to let them just be but when it's someone close to you it is hard to watch because it, it doesn't just affect them. It, it affects you. It affects your family. It's not just a single person disease. It's like a family disease. And I don't think sometimes they realize that. No, because when they walk away from that one person, they're walking away from everybody. Like you could still, if you don't want to deal with it, because, um, you know, some people are selfish and they're just like, mm, I'm not going to deal with it. I'm not going to help them. But you could be that person. Just say, you know what? If you ever want to talk, call me anytime, whatever, anything you want to talk about. Or be there for that person's kids or wife or husband or, you know, whoever. Be that person for them. Don't just, your people, their people are selfish. And then once something happens to that person, then they come back around like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't see this happening, but we were great friends and let me post it on Facebook. <laughs> sometimes people though judge and I know sometimes people don't 
want to reach out, like someone going through it, like as for myself, um, you know, not being the alcoholic, but not wanting to share or let other people know what's going on inside your life because I, I would feel that at the end when things change, you're always hoping for a change that those other people are going to hold it against them and judge. And people do that. So sometimes like they're waiting for that person to fall again. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're waiting. They're waiting for that person to, to fall off their, their little wagon and they want to be there to be like, I told you. Yeah. You're not. Yeah. Th- I mean, it, it, I'd say not just for just addictions, but anyone with even um, issues of depression. And it's like you can't tell the person how they should deal with it or that they need to stop. And like I said, sometimes you do. You just want to be like, all right, I'm done enough. I can't handle it with you anymore. But you have to also realize that person, like you said earlier, they have demons inside them. and, And until they face those demons and hopefully they will face those demons before the demons take them but it's um it's not just a black and white issue with alcohol and addictions no i mean i when i read that he had passed i realized that i am not um i've lost a lot of sympathy for for uh, like alcoholics and addicts because of what I've had to go through on my end and you think well you you did it to yourself and I know that you maybe you didn't mean to and anybody can call me a bitch whatever but I've been on the other side where watching it and trying to help and being the one that's there you it you do lose some sympathy on watching other people and it's like well i sometimes you do get to that point where it's like well fix your damn problem go get help stop denying help when people are reaching out grab the hand and they don't and you get mad and it's annoying and it's frustrating because when you have kids it's a whole other ball game because you don't want your kids seeing that you don't want them being part of that and I, I realized it was it annoyed me and that I've lost sympathy for it. Like maybe mine's too fresh that I <laughs> I don't I feel yeah, I, I like I said I felt bad he died. But in the same sense you feel like, well, you did it to yourself and you made everybody go down with you because that's really what it is. You're taking everybody with you through your spiral of alcoholism. Well, and that's how I felt right now because I've been through it and it is fresh to me and it's still frustrating. And it's like I, somebody else that's a friend of somebody's, he drinks and he drinks and he drinks and he ends up in the hospital, like almost overdosed, says he'll stop, gets out and starts drinking again. And it's like you have a little girl. What is your problem? Like this little girl's watching you die and you can't stop. And you think that would help, and you think that would be, like, your eye-opening, but it's not, and it's so sad because you think this poor kid will have to watch their father or something kill themselves 
because they can't get the help or they won't accept the help. And it's heartbreaking. Yeah, it makes you... I think when you're going through it with somebody, it's different than um, just knowing somebody that drinks or has alcohol. But when you've been through it with somebody, yes, you you tend to get angry. You get you go through a lot of different emotions. You You cry... You, you feel upset, then you feel hurt, and then you, you do, you get very angry and you feel betrayed, and you feel like, I guess that's not how we would say we're, we're not addicts, so we don't know, but that's when you start to judge and you say, how could you do this? You have kids. You don't want to be here. You don't want to see um, them grow up, and I've heard, well, they're probably better off without me. Well, you, you don't have the right to say that. You, you, to say a child is better off with their parent, to me, that's, that's being a coward. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, if you've given opportunity, not everybody is, but if you're given opportunities to get help, to get counseling, and you don't take it, then, yeah, that's when you want to say, well, you know what? You can only, what's the saying? You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. But still... You, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But then you can't also. It's it's a hard thing because you. I don't I don't know. You f- you feel bad for anyone that you know dies that way that didn't see the out. But then going through it with somebody, it also does make you angry. Well, it's the same. I think in a like the suicide attempt type of situation where. When somebody has kids and they say, I just can't deal with this anymore and um, I'm contemplating suicide and you're just like, well, you have a kid and you don't see that that kid is needing you or because they only see the darkness. They they only have that, what, is it tunnel vision where they're only focused on that one thing and, you know, it's like, you want to say, you know, you're very, you're very selfish to think that way because it's true when they say, oh, they're better off without me. Uh, that's not something you can say because that, to me, that makes me feel like you're not seeing any light in the situation at all. N- n- like that child should be your light. Like they're here because of you and they need you. And just because you can't focus on anything but how you feel in this moment, then it's like your whole life is just, it's like, how can you say that? I, I just can't, you know, and you just don't know how that person's feeling. Obviously horrible in that situation because they feel like suicide is the only way out. Well, I guess in any of those, most of those situations, we don't know what anyone else is really feeling inside. People put up a facade a lot about, their life in general, it's good, it's bad. So you don't always know what people are feeling. And yes, it is, it is very sad that people turn to these things because sometimes people don't have any other way out. Um, and yet it is sad when they just, they don't think tomorrow can be better. And sometimes when they do get to that point, it's too late. And that is also very sad. Yeah. I mean, I've heard that I want to stop, 
but alcohol has too much of a hold on me to stop and I don't know how to stop I mean I've heard that I want to die now and you try to step in and you call people that you think will help or can say something and they're of no help of no assistance and it's you're <laughs> as I had I had called people and I was told well he should quit his job well how the fuck do you think that's going to help the situation in all honesty how do you think that is advice to somebody that is so dependent on alcohol at the moment that they're saying they'd rather die because they don't want to drink anymore but they don't know what to do and the solution was for them to quit their job well I did not understand how that is something you say to anybody. That would only work if he was a bartender. (laughs) Yeah, and that to me it was like, okay, thanks for your time. We'll move on now and we won't be calling you again (laughs) because how how do you think that's going to go over? I mean, that was, to me, I was flabbergasted that I'm calling you and this is somebody that you should have dropped your phone and said, I'm on my way over. But people, some people don't want to be bothered with other people's problems. And I feel like unless they are faced with it, they don't know what it's like and they don't want to deal with it. They don't, I don't know. It's not, if it doesn't benefit them in any way, they're no help. No, it, it was, it was an eye opener on a lot of levels for me. And I thought, okay, so I guess this is the battle that I have to fight with him. And it's really, you know, I, I called. Do you want to drink? Yeah, it, <laughs> it does. It does because you're going, oh, my God. Let me just see where you're coming from. Let me, Let me just down this better. bottle and see how we can communicate better because I can't communicate. You cannot talk to somebody who is drunk. And you've learned that you, after a while. <laughs> you cannot. I have I've called a friend who really has been a help because he was an alcoholic for many years and he's clean and he's sober and he says you cannot talk to him drunk. You can't do it. You can't talk to a drunk person. Don't try. Don't waste your time. You call me when they're not drunk and we'll we'll talk. And they tell you you go join the I um, anon. Yeah. I, I, but I, and when they told me that, and I thought, you know what? I'm not doing that. Honestly, this is his problem. Stop putting it on me. I'm not no. the alcohol. That's how I feel, though. That's how I felt. But it's not, it's not to say this is your fault. It's there to help families who maybe don't have anywhere else to turn to, to let them know that they're doing the best they can. It's not to say it's your fault. You, no, it, no, that's they, not what it is. But I mean, I, it's basically there to benefit families that that don't know what else to do when they are. I understand that, but it's annoying. So I'm like, why do I now have to give up even more to go hear people talk on how to help you or how to help deal with it? I don't want to be affected with it anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you've already put so much on me, and I've already dealt with so much. I'm not going to go now to a class and have to give up more of my time and have to deal more of it 
<laughs> it makes me angry that now it's like somebody told me, well, you know, we believe in God and you should fast on it. And I thought, no, I'm not giving up food because they're an alcoholic. <laughs> like, <laughs> why? Why? Why do I have to stop to help you? You stop eating that. <laughs> like, that's how I felt. And it's like, I'm not going to keep giving up stuff in order to help somebody else. You know, when you're in it and I, like, you know, you when you're in the middle of it and you're angry and it's like, I'm not going to keep giving up crap for you because you're not trying at all for me. And well, that's how you feel. You do. Like I said, you try your hardest. You try everything you can. You go through different phases and you do get to a point where you're like, do what you want. I'm going to live my life. That's what you want to do. That's what you're going to do. Then it's on you. And if you don't want to be around anymore, then it's your loss. I mean, as someone going through it with somebody so close, yes, you do. You do get to that point. You almost become numb without the alcohol or the addictions. You numb yourself to feelings. I've been told stuff that I've gone through that I mean and I don't have feelings it's like no that's not what it is it's just I've been through it so many times that it it's not affecting me anymore so it's well, kind it of well pretty much you get to the point where no but then you get to a point where it's like I'm not crying anymore I'm not getting angry I'm just gonna look at you and walk away so I mean yeah, you do. Why you get at an <laughs> at a point too, and you're just like, how do you? How are you? Whatever. <laughs> like it's like your answer is do what you want because my day will go go on. I have to keep trucking. I still have to wake up and take care of my kids, and do whatever you want. And that's how it feels really and you got i get to that point and you like i said i sat in the er and thought mm, don't sugarcoat it say it just as you see it doctor <laughs> some, sometimes they are told without it sugarcoating and it doesn't click in it it has to be that point for them so it could have been anyone saying it to him it he was just at his point people get to their points you could have every medical doctor in the world telling them they're going to die. And sometimes it's, like you said, that friend who's in and out of the hospital constantly. Well, it still hasn't clicked in for him. No. And, you know, and you, my hope that somebody tried to intervene for this guy from school, and I, I hope, you know, people were there for him. I don't know what made him start drinking. I don't know what made him, you know, go to that point. Like I said, I we parted ways after high school. I never claimed to be best friends. But it's, you know, I hope somebody was there. Like, really there. Like, yeah, that really tried to help. And it's sad. Yeah, uh, well... Addiction altogether is sad. It's sad for the person. It's sad for their family and all the ones that care about them because they are also suffering with the addiction problem in a different way. And, yeah, 
you hope that somebody has somebody to reach out to. Not everybody does, but it would not be a very nice way to end your life or to be remembered that you died from addiction. It wouldn't because there's more to people than just their addictions. And it's um, unfortunate. But, you know, there's always... There's always light at the end of the tunnel and you hope that they will get to that light and they will be able to see that and change their lives before it's too late. And I just know, like we said before, you know, just as a believer, you just, I guess for me, just praying and believing for somebody else. And for people on the outside, don't be so judgmental if you know somebody or if somebody calls you and needs to talk for any reason, any mental health issue, any addiction issue, anything where they feel like they need help, just listen to them. You know, give them, give them some hope. Um, don't put them down. Don't make the situation worse by saying it's, Oh my gosh, blah blah blah. I can't I can't deal with this or anything like that because just one word or even you just listening, you might not even have to say anything at all could make a huge difference in that person because honestly, nobody knows what people are feeling or going through and you cannot judge people on just the outside. No, it's like we always say, you know, you're not alone. There's always somebody that has been through what you're going through. Um, that could help. <laughs> that could be there. That, y- And you have to be willing, too, to reach out. The person in the pain. Sometimes you have to step out a- and reach out for somebody, too. Because, like Terry said, nobody knows what somebody else is feeling. So unless you kind of wave a little white flag here and there, you... You might not get that purse. You know, people might keep going because they think you're fine. So don't be afraid to reach out to people. And please, when that person reached out, answer your phone. Say hello. Give them five minutes, even if that's all you have. Meet them for coffee. Um, Just show up. Show up for somebody else's life. So on that note, because therapy is expensive, we're here to talk. And please feel free to... Leave us comments, email. If you have a, a subject you'd like us to talk about or you want to talk to us, feel free. Have a good night.